Daily Show Podcast, your news source for movie-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD, Blu-ray streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's October 20th, 2017. I'm Michael, and with me is Shannon. Hi. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Geostorm, when catastrophic climate change endangers Earth's very survival, world governments unite and create the Dutch Boy Program, a worldwide net of satellites surrounding the planet that are armed with geoengineering technologies designed to stave off the natural disasters. After successfully protecting the planet for two years, something is starting to go wrong. Two string brothers are tasked with solving the problem's malfunction before a worldwide geostorm can engulf the planet. This is Dean Devlin's feature directorial debut. Uh, he wrote and produced Independence Day and Stargate. This is the first feature film that he's directing. The film stars Gerard Butler, Jim Sturgis, Abby Cornish, Richard Schiff, Ed Harris, and Andy Garcia. The effects look really cool, but I don't know. You know, with these disaster movies, they're, they're hit and miss. That's correct. <laughs> I mean, they're they're never really good, but sometimes they're, like, really enjoyable. We'll see about this one. Well, he was involved in Independence Day, so... That wasn't a good one. No, that's one of the best no, ones. No, no, that was a terrible one. So, is there any early buzz on this? Ooh, tomato meter is at 20%. That's really rotten. Oh, but there's only five reviews. Yeah, so. but uh, it's probably not going to get much better than that. One to see is 91%, though, so... And that's yeah. out of 11,752 users. So people are... Disaster movies probably do have a big disparity between the audience and critical consensus, you know? I think most of these have a high want to see, so I don't know how mm. much you can trust them. All right, also out this week, The Snowman. Based on the novel of the same name, the film tells about Detective Harry Hole, who investigates a series of mysterious murders that occurred in Oslo to find the identity of a killer who uses snowmen as his calling card. The film stars Michael Fassbender, Rebecca Ferguson, Charlotte Gainsborough, Val Kilmer, and J.K. Simmons. I watched the trailer for this one. It does not look good. Yeah, I think it's getting pretty bad reviews. And when I saw the poster for it, I was really not sure if it was like some kind of cute kids movie or something like that, <laughs> but it's a little misleading. I know the name, right? Oh, and wait, what's on the... Oh, I see. Yeah, with a little snowman. Although the words kind of, I guess, tell a different story. Yeah, it's a weird premise. I don't know. Oh, 13% tomato meter. And that's out of 83 reviews, so a lot more than Geostorm had. Fresh 11, Rotten 72. But 95% of the users want to see it. <laughs> I think I'd take my chances with the other one, just, just off these two. Let's see, what else is out? Only the Brave. Based on the GQ article, No Exit by Sean Flynn, the film tells the true story of the Granite Mountain Hotshots an elite crew of firefighters who battled the Yarnell Hill fire in June 2013. It features an ensemble cast, including Josh Brolin, Miles Teller, Jeff Bridges, Taylor Kitsch, 
James Badge Dale, Jennifer Connolly, Alex Russell, and Ben Hardy. So this one, I think when I looked earlier, had really high rating. 89. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Pretty high. That's... 66 yeah. reviews, 59 fresh, 7 rotten. 95% want to see it, but only out of 3,000. So I guess this one hmm. is not as well known as the other two. Yeah, I mean, the subject matter... I don't know. It might not be as fun a movie, uh, but looks like the tagline. It's probably your safest bet this weekend for new movies. Well, there's still a couple more we have to talk about. It's not what stands in front of you; it's who stands beside you. It's a pretty good tagline. Very inspiring. Boo Two: A Medea Halloween, written, produced, directed by, and starring Tyler Perry. It's the tenth film in the Medea series and the sequel to Boo, A Medea Halloween from 2016. Oh, it has no tomato meter available yet. I think probably if you are a fan of the previous ones, you would like it. If you're not, don't bother, right? There's nothing for us to say. I didn't see the first one, so I'd probably be lost. No, No, I've never seen one of these. All right. But I assume that you don't have to see all nine of the other ones. I assume you would just have to see Boo 1. I don't know. I bet there's references to the other ones. I guess. Okay. Alright, so should we start with the first one? Yep. Okay. Finally in wide release this week, same kind of different as me. It's based on the inspiring true story of international art dealer Ron Hall, played by Greg Kinnear, who befriends a homeless man in hopes of saving his struggling marriage to Debbie, Renee Zellweger, a woman whose dreams will lead all three of them on the most remarkable journey of their entire lives. Uh, It also stars John Voight, who plays Hall's father, and did not own George Costanza's car, with whom he reconciles (laughs) thanks to the revelations of his new life. It's based on the New York Times bestseller. So when I saw this, I was surprised that it had Greg Kinnear, because I wasn't really sure he was still making movies. But then I looked in... Renee Zellweger, too. I feel like I haven't seen her in a while. Oh, but she was just in the third Bridget Jones movie. Oh. And and then I looked at his filmography, and he's, he's... been consistently doing things and he has actually been in some of the some films that i have seen in the last 10 years or so i just forgot he was in them (laughs) he was kind of forgettable sorry right here no but he was great in talk soup so i'll always be a fan well i watched the trailer for this one and it looks kind of cheesy to me i don't know i too a little too inspirational if you know what i mean no tomato meter yet not a good sign no, and 83% want to see it out of only like a thousand users. Out in limited release this weekend, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, Jungle, Leatherface, and Wonderstruck. Jungle and Wonderstruck both looked interesting to me when I saw the trailers. Jungle looked like uh, Into the Wild in a warm place instead of a cold place. It looked like it was about a kid going a little too far into the wilderness and not knowing how to get out of it. it looked very intense. That's uh, Daniel Radcliffe. What about Leatherface? That's like a prequel uh, to the Chainsaw Massacre. I'm sorry I didn't bother watching the trailer okay. that I'm not a fan. Actually, I've never seen the original, so. Um, and Wonderstruck looked really, looked really interesting about kids in different time periods. It, it looked strange and maybe Maybe something there. All right, so any news this week? Yeah, there's a few items. The Black Panther trailer has been released. 
I kind of thought this was interesting because we were just talking about it last week and you were talking about how you didn't remember Black Panther at all in Civil War. Did you watch the trailer? I did. Was it? It's kind of exciting. Yeah? I'm not exactly sure what it's about. Okay. Just based on that. But I'm sure it's just, I'm sure we'll see it. He's an interesting character. Deadline reports Disney will air a one-hour primetime movie called Baymax Returns on November 20th on both Disney XD and Disney Channel. This will bridge the movie to their new series that will debut in early 2018, Big Hero 6, the series. This is great news for our son. Does this mean that they're not going to make another movie? Or is this just where they're focused right now? I don't... I don't know for sure. I mean, this is all I read was that they're making this series, so... We'll definitely have to um, watch it. And then this short movie. I mean, it's one, it's one hour made-for-TV movie. The New Mutants movie is going to be the first of a trilogy. This is an X-Men spinoff, which is more of a horror bent. And each New Mutants movie will revolve around the different horror subgenre. Uh, it's arriving in theaters April 13, 2018. Uh, the only thing I really have heard about this movie is that it stars Maisie Williams, who plays Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. Oh, that's interesting. A, a horror. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it could be something, you know, different because these comic book movies in general are getting a little bit, like, the amount of them is getting a bit overwhelming. So to put a different spin on it might be a good idea at this point. Right. And it's weird that... But I hope it's not strong horror, you know, like... No, you don't want it to be too gory. Yeah. It's weird that it also, uh, Sansa was in the last X-Men Apocalypse movie. So now both Stark sisters are... Oh, was she? Who did she play again? She played Jean Grey. Oh, yeah. Okay. Speaking of comic book movies, the Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum has a new release date of February 14th, 2019. Gambit was set to be released in October 2016, but it has been delayed by behind-the-scenes issues, including two directors walking off. Yeah, they've been talking about this for a while. They said it in, was in some form of production or pre-production, or not really production, since like 2007. That's crazy. Yeah, and Channing Tatum has been attached to it. For, for several years, yeah. Yep. So, we'll see if it actually comes out. Yeah, I mean, they say they have a new director, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, 2019, I mean, still over a year away, so. And why Valentine's Day is Gambit romantic character? I don't really know. <laughs> no, is that I don't when, know Is either. that when um, Deadpool came out? I don't remember. I think it, I think it might have been. Maybe they're now going with that date because of that. Because it's also uh, an X-Men related movie. I wonder if it'll be as funny as Deadpool, though. Doubtful. No, probably not. Ron Howard announced this week that production has wrapped on the Han Solo movie. And he also announced that the movie's title is Solo. So Just Solo, huh? Just Solo. So there's been speculation for a while that it might be called Han Solo or Solo. Um... But he finally announced Just Solo. I've seen a lot of people saying they think it's a little boring of a title. But, I mean, it basically tells you what the movie's about. I guess it's fine. Yep. 
Did you see also that the non-canon Legends characters are going to cameo? Did you read that? Is that a book? I don't even know. Uh, I did see that, so it's Tag and Bink, right? I think it's I think it's Tag and you Bink. You tell me. And no, it was. I believe they were comic characters, and it was oh. like. Um, and even within Legends, I think it wasn't really even canon to that. I think it was like more of a of a jokey thing. Like it wasn't really meant to be taken seriously. They're like two characters who just kind of, I think, bumbled their way through the classic trilogy events and they were kind of in the background or maybe they were even responsible for things, but they were in the background. So, um, but I, no, I never read it. But they are going to be in this, in the solo movie, right? Right. So they're supposed to have some sort of cameo. I don't know how significant their role is. And I believe right. it's be. one of them is the writer, which is Lawrence Kasdan's son, uh, who wrote, or John Kasdan. John Kasdan. He's writing, he wrote this Han Solo movie with his father, and Lawrence Kasdan um, had a part in writing Empire Strikes Back, and I think he did the first draft of Return of the Jedi, and he was involved in um, The Force Awakens as well, so. Oh, okay, cool. Sony is making a movie based on the board game, The Settlers of Catan. That's weird. I don't know what that game's about. I was trying to read it up on it, and I'm still not clear on what exactly it is. Is it something you've played? No, I've never played it. But just any movie based on a board game is sounds like a terrible idea. Some board games could lend themselves to be movies, but and this just based on the name sounds like it could be. I mean, if they're settlers, they have to deal with all the stuff that settlers have to deal with. I don't know how you make a game out of Monopoly or Connect Four. <laughs> those would be those would be harder to translate. Maybe. Sorry. Yeah. So but the article I read seemed to think it wasn't didn't have enough of a premise either to be a movie. So we'll see. I don't know that any board game could really have enough. Like I mean maybe if just the board game kind of like inspired an idea, I could see that, but not really like based on the board game, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They did a movie on Battleship, right? Name Neeson was in it. Oh no. Did they really? They did. Tyler Perry has been cast as Colin Powell in Adam McKay's yet to be titled Dick Cheney movie. He joins Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney, Amy Adams as his wife Lynn, Sam Rockwell as George W. Bush, and Steve Carell as Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld. The movie is already in production. Sounds weird and interesting. So I assume that this is a comedy based on that cast and based on Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Yeah. I, I guess I don't really, there's not that much more information about it, but this cast and uh, that sounds like it. Yeah. But although he did do I the mean, big short, which has Christian Bale been in comedy before. Oh, I guess he's the one in there that might make me think that could be a little serious. But All these comedic actors have also done serious work and do good serious work like Sam Rockwell and Amy Adams. I mean, they're very, they've got, you know, good range. They can, but yeah, I mean, so if it was, if it's, uh, yeah, if it sounds like it, it could be really funny. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see more. Okay. And also 
Netflix announced this week that they'll be spending seven to eight billion dollars on content in 2018 alone. That includes around 80 original films, up from six billion this year. I was surprised by that number of films. I didn't yeah. realize they had. I only thought they had a handful of films, but I mean that's not including their original series, right? These are. I think it's specifically, it's specifically saying those are films. Yeah. Films. I mean, yeah, they've really totally pivoted from what they did before. And I really, their original content, some of it is so good, and I'm glad it's there, but at the same time, I'm worried that they're going to let all their deals, their content deals go, right? They're not going to have any money for any other content deals. It's just going to be original stuff eventually, don't you think? Yeah, I'm surprised that they have that much money I'm surprised when I see how well, much money they're spending. We just on reported things. that it went up. The price went up, right? Yep. I guess that's what it's for. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lot of money. I hope they don't lose all of the movies and existing TV shows. Well, you know they're losing Disney stuff. Yep. We already know that, and yep. and that was they didn't have it for that long. I know. Yeah, I'm just worried that it's going to end up being only new content and just not going to be that much stuff anymore. Let's hope not. And now let's take a sponsor break. Hey, do you like electronics and CDs? Yes. Well, you should go to Circuit City then. Circuit City, where service is state-of-the-art. There's really not a lot new to streaming services this week. On Netflix, there's Patton Oswalt's Annihilation think it's stand-up? Probably. Yeah. I just saw him in an episode of Seinfeld. He played a rental store clerk who wouldn't give George the name of the person who had breakfast at Tiffany's. I was surprised to see him. Oh, I remember that. But but he did end up finding out because he went and, and had watched the movie with them, right? <laughs> Spilled juice on their couch. Right. Well... What happened is George then went when he when Patton Oswald went to help somebody else. George went and looked at the computer oh, behind his back. Okay, so Patton Oswald's not to blame. Yeah, I mean he's not a very good employee. He should have noticed. <laughs> okay, and uh, new to Amazon, Year of the Dog. I remember kind of liking that. It was somewhat funny with um, Molly Shannon, I think. Johnny, be good. That's with Anthony Michael Hall, Robert Downey Jr., and Uma Thurman. I don't know the movie. And also, uh, HBO got Fifty Shades Darker. So, the weekend box office numbers. Happy Death Day took the number one spot away from Blade Runner 2049. It, the weekend gross was $26 million, and that was its first weekend. That is pretty good for a movie with a budget of $4.8 million. Yeah, I listened to an interview with... Uh, the guy who's behind I don't know if he's the director but he owns the production studio that does that movie and does a lot of horror movies and apparently they make these movies for really cheap like Paranormal Activity and The Purge and they make a lot of money on these movies from the reviews I heard it's like not even much of a horror movie. It's really so campy that it's more of a comedy than it is a horror. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's got like a PG-13 rating. Hmm. It's not a lot of blood, I guess. I'm still kind of interested in seeing it. I guess maybe maybe it brought in the teenagers, and that's Probably. why it got gross so much. So, Blade Runner 2049 uh, was in second place with $15 million. That's its second weekend. Yeah. So it has a total gross of sixty million now, with a budget of one fifty. I don't know. They might not be making another Blade Runner for another thirty years. Oh boy, we better go out and see it. Yep. The Foreigner came in at number three with thirteen million. That was its first weekend. It is in number four. Wow, still on there. And it's sixth weekend, so yeah, that looks like it's still doing really well. That's six million and a total gross of three hundred and fourteen million. Wow. And number five is the mountain between us, five point seven million in its second week. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily's Show. Our Twitter account is Daily's Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show and talk to you next time. Bye now.